thank you Holy Spirit thank you Jesus thank you Holy Spirit thank you Jesus your love is patient yes Lord you feel my heart with so much peace and joy you're amazing you make my life feel brand new thank you Jesus you're amazing you make my life feel brand new Jesus you love me too much too much too much excess love Jesus, you love me too much, oh. too much, oh. too much, oh. excess love. Oh. Praise the Lord. Beloved in Christ, this morning, Jesus is teaching us to profess and walk in his love. In the gospel of today, we heard in Luke 9, 57 to 62, as Jesus and his disciples traveled along, they met a man on the road who said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered, Foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another to whom he said, Follow me, replied, Let me go and bury my father first. But he answered, Leave the dead to bury their dead. Your duty is to go and spread the news of the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, sir. But first, let me go and say goodbye to my people at home. Jesus said to him, Once the hand is laid on the plow, no one who looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we are told in this gospel that Jesus and his disciples were traveling along the way. Then they met a man on the road. They met a man on the road who said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. It is interesting where they met this man. It was not in the church. It was not in the synagogue. It was not in any setting, so to speak, any special setting. But it was on the road this man encountered Jesus and his disciples. 
I believe this man was not just walking aimlessly. He was going somewhere. He was doing something. Perhaps he was on a mission on his own. But just encountering Jesus and his disciples, he changed his mind and said, I will follow you wherever you go. Think about it. Wherever you go. He forgot of where he was coming from. He forgot of where he was going and was ready to commit his life totally to that of Jesus. Just like that. The question that boggles my mind is, what did he see in Jesus and his disciples? Because we are told, as Jesus and his disciples traveled along the way, they met a man on the road who said to him, he said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. What did he see in Jesus? What did he see in Jesus to make such a radical commitment to him? What did he see contrary to what Jesus, I mean, what the others Jesus invited? They gave excuses. The first one said, let me go and bury my father. I will follow you, but let me go and bury my father. The other one said, I will follow you, but let me go and say goodbye to my people, my parents. These were invited by Jesus and they gave excuses. This man on the road was not invited. He gave himself to Jesus. He desired to follow Jesus. What did he see in Jesus and his disciples? What did he see? Friends, this man saw the love of God walking. This man saw the love of God walking. This man saw love, love in Jesus Christ. He saw something in the eyes of Jesus Christ that drew him, that attracted him. He felt peace upon seeing Jesus. He felt joy upon seeing Jesus. He felt not judged, not condemned after seeing Jesus. He felt loved and accepted after seeing Jesus. And he longed to follow him. Friends, let us always remember this. The love of God attracts. Friends, the love of God attracts. And that is why in Romans 5 verse 5, we are told the love of God has been poured into our hearts. And Jesus is the love of the Father. The love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the love of the Father and the Son. And take note, the love of the Father, the Holy Spirit is the same as Jesus. And Jesus is the same as the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is God, so to speak. So Jesus radiated this love towards this man and this man saw and was attracted to Jesus. Friends, if the love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, we are told in Romans 5.5, 5, the import is that you and I are supposed to carry Jesus wherever we find ourselves. You and I are supposed to radiate this love wherever we find ourselves. You and I are supposed to attract, G attract people to Jesus. That is what St. Paul meant in Galatians chapter 2, verse 21. He says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. 
Friends, if Christ is living in us, we have no option but to radiate the love of the Father, to show the love of the Father. Friends, people around us must feel the love of God. People around us must feel, they must experience the joy of the Lord. After all, in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And if we are carrying the presence of the Lord, if we are carrying the Holy Spirit in us, people must experience his presence in us and they must experience joy. Psalm 16, 11, the joy of the Lord. I mean, uh, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. So if we are carriers of God, if we are carriers of the love of the Father, people who meet us, people who interact with us, must and should experience this presence of the Lord, which is fullness of joy. People around us must feel accepted, not condemned, not judged, not judged. Friends, sometimes our attitude towards people judge them. Our attitude towards people condemn them. Remember in John chapter 3, Jesus says, I did not, God sent his son into the world not to judge it, not to condemn it, but to save it. Friends, as careers of God, as careers of Jesus Christ, we are supposed to attract people. Friends, take note. We are told in 1 John that as Jesus is in heaven, so are we here on earth. As Jesus is in heaven, so are we here on earth. And remember in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 also, we are ambassadors of Christ. We represent Christ. So whatever is in Christ is supposed to be found in us. Whatever Christ represents, we must radiate and show that to people. Friends, remember, Jesus said it's only by our love that they will know that we are his disciples. This young man on the road met Jesus, encountered Jesus, felt loved. Friends, let us not judge people. People must see the love of God at work in us. We must let love lead. As T.B. Joshua, one evangelist in Africa will say, let love lead. Friends, love is a verb, not a noun. Love is supposed to be a verb. Love is a verb, not a noun. Love is supposed to be shown, it's supposed to be demonstrated, it's supposed to be acted out. Friends, and when love is in action, when love is a verb in our life and in our attitude, friends, it will draw even our enemies to Christ. And that is what it means to be a Christian. That is what it means to follow Jesus. Jesus, I will follow you. In other words, I want to be like you. I will imitate you. That should be our desire. And those other two Jesus invited, when he said, follow me, what Jesus meant was that, imitate me, be like me. And they were given excuses. Dear friends, we have no excuse. And we, have, we don't have to give any excuse. We have to follow Jesus. This man saw the love between Jesus and his disciples and was attracted. Can people see the love of the Father between us and our families? Can people see the love of God between, in us, between us and our co-workers? Can people see and experience the love of God between us and our friends and be drawn closer to Jesus? Friends, when we sit down and we are talking, are we discussing matters that will draw people closer to, to Jesus or that, that, that condemn them. For example, if I sit with my co-workers, with my, with my friends, 
and we are gossiping, for example, friends, we are not radiating the love of God. We are not radiating the love of God. And it makes it even worse when we are interacting with unbelievers and we are sharing and talking about things that do not build, things that suggest that we are not Christians. Friends, we got to be careful how we behave. We have to be careful how we radiate, how we portray Christ. Friends, we are called to lift up Jesus so that he will draw all men to himself. Jesus says, when I am lifted up, I will draw everyone to myself. Friends, we lift Jesus up when we walk in love. We follow Jesus when we walk in love. We are followers of Jesus. That is the Christian. The Christian is a follower of Jesus. We imitate him. We speak as he speaks. We talk as he talks. We behave as he behaves. That is what it means to follow Jesus. Dear friends, the question is, are we walking in love? Let us walk in love. That is what it means to follow Jesus. That is what it means to follow Jesus. Friends, some of us, our husbands cannot experience the love of God, cannot see the love of God because we have failed to forgive them. Our spouses, our wives cannot experience the love of God because we have failed to forgive them. For example, love always forgives. Friends, if we forgive our spouses, our children, our enemies, so to speak, those who have offended us, when we forgive them, they will experience the love of the Father. Love always forgives. When we have mercy on people, they will experience the love of the Father in us and be attracted to Jesus. Friends, some people are not coming to Christ because of our attitude. Friends, we fail to forgive them. We, we fail to show mercy. We fail to be honest. We fail to portray Jesus, so to speak. And in all these, we are not attractive towards, we are not attractive enough to show them the love of Christ. We are called to love. We are called to represent Jesus. We are called to live as he lived. As he is in heaven, so are we on earth. Friends, we are not common people. We are representatives of Christ. Friends, and that is what Jesus is calling you and I to. Friends, your wife needs to experience the love of the Father through your attitude towards her. Through your mercy, through your forgiveness, through your kindness. People must experience uh, the, the love of the Father through us. I pray, let us pray in this, in this mass, that God will help us. And open our eyes. Ephesians chapter 1. I encourage all of us to go home and read the whole of Ephesians chapter 1. Especially from verse 15 to the verse 20. That God will open our minds and our hearts to see how much he loves us. This young man on the road saw the love of the father. He felt and saw and experienced the love of the father so much like that. He, 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 he forgot everything and wanted to follow Jesus. For all you know, where he was coming from, he was rejected. What he experienced before meeting Jesus was rejection, pain, unforgiveness, bitterness, uh, gossip, and all the negative comments. But he didn't see that in Jesus, and so he wanted to belong to Jesus. Just think about it. He was ready to give up everything and pursue and follow Jesus. That is the way our lives is or are supposed to be. To let people see Jesus. We are supposed to be a reflection of Jesus Christ. We pray 
that God will open and enlighten our minds. That first of all, we ourselves will experience this true love of the Father. That we ourselves will come to have a glimpse, a, a, a deeper understanding, a better understanding of what it means to follow Jesus. A better understanding of what it means to be loved by God. Friends, we must yearn to experience the love of the Father. For God so loved the world, he sent his son, Jesus Christ. Friends, God wants us to experience his love. And it's when we experience his love that things will begin to change in our lives. Our attitude towards everything will change when we encounter and experience the love of the Father. And that is why the Holy Spirit was given to us, was poured into our hearts. And in fact, that is why Jesus also came, that we will see concretely and experience concretely the love of the Father. That is our calling. That is our mission. And that should be our desire. We pray that God will open our eyes, friends, to see how much the Father loves us and how much we also owe it to our neighbor. St. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 13, verse 8, Oh, no man, nothing. Oh, no man, nothing except love. Let love lead. What we owe people is love. What we owe people is love. That is the debt we owe. Friends, the fact is that we have to daily run to Jesus so that we can see him and touch him and experience him and he will teach us how to love. Let us make time daily to sit at his feet in prayer. He will teach us and show us how to love. Even persons and situations that are difficult to love, God, Jesus, can teach us how to love them. Those situations. People, there are some people who are difficult to love, so to speak. But Jesus can help us, can teach us. No one is difficult to love. I know what I'm talking about. You may not agree with me, but friends, Jesus loves every person and wants every person to experience his love. If we will sit at his feet, that person, that situation that we find difficult to love, Jesus will give us the grace, the wisdom, and the guidance as to how to show love to the person. Let love lead. May God help us to truly follow him. May God help us to respond to his call to love and to give this love to everyone. This man on the road saw the love between Jesus and his disciples and wanted to belong to their group. Friends, people must see our love and long to be Christians. People must see love between us as Christians. People must feel love, must see the love between us as believers, as husbands and wives, as, as family, and long to come to Jesus Christ. We pray for the humility to submit to Jesus, to yearn to walk with him, to yearn to follow him. Friends, our wives, our friends, our children, our parents must experience this love of God in us because we have decided to walk in forgiveness. If we decide to walk in forgiveness, if we decide to walk in kindness, not in gossip, not in judgment against others, but in love and in kindness, our friends, our families, our spouses will experience the love of the Father in us and long to come to Christ. We pray for these graces in the name of Jesus Christ. Remain blessed. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women. 
and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.